Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Good For A Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm Allie. And I'm Cressy. And you've tuned in to our first mini episode ever, MySpace Taylor. This one's going to be a lot of fun and we're trying something new. Yeah, we're going to start to do mini episodes between our two-parters just to see how that goes. Um, We feel like our two-parters so far have been a little heavy and not exactly light fun topics. And our next two-parter is on Scooter Braun. And that's going to be a lot too. So we thought this might be a fun breath of fresh air and escape from everything for the next half hour. Yes, you're going to hear some curse words from high school age Taylor and probably us too. There's also going to be some cringy, amazing moments that we can all probably relate to. So please, sit back, relax, and join us on our trip down memory lane to simpler times. MySpace 2005 to 2006. So let's begin in 2005. Hollaback Girl, Gold Digger, and Since You've Been Gone are all at the top of the radio charts. This was a great time for music. I love early 2000s, and I know we just spent a solid two hours talking about why Kanye sucks, but Gold Digger, it's my go-to party song. I play it to get every party started, honestly. I mean, people probably are tired of it, but I love that song. Same with Hollaback Girl and Since You've Been Gone. And in theaters, just as high-quality content, alley, we had the Chronicles of Narnia, oh which also God. spawns the SNL skit about that. Wonderful. <laughs> Let's just take a, a brief segue to a moment in history with the Lonely Island's first-ever digital short ever, Lazy Sunday, which was about going to the movies with a pal to see the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, great day. In addition, there was Wedding Crashers and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Wow. Harry Potter, if I stand anything that's not Taylor Swift, it is definitely Harry Potter, maybe not J.K. Rowling, but Harry Potter, that still stays strong in my (laughs) heart. Some HP. Some things that were popular on TV at this time include One Tree Hill, Lost, and Desperate Housewives. All on TV, some, you know, great things happening all around in the early 2000s. Guitar Hero came out for the first time. (laughs) Guitar Hero ruined a lot of songs for me. Me too. Specifically Barracuda. Me, it's that um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn song. (laughs) Like, there's certain songs that I can't listen to now because I listened to, or because I played Guitar Hero so much that I only, like, feel anxiety when I listen to these songs now. Because I remember trying to hit yeah. all of those keys. I was never very good at that. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's happening around this time. Yeah, not good. Another thing that's happening around this time. Destiny's Child breaks up. Very unfortunate, but MVP. it did lead to Beyonce's beautiful solo career. And, you know, that's just what's happening. Beyonce was just starting her solo career. So that's fun. And Matthew McConaughey 
is the sexiest man of the year, <laughs> according to People Magazine. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is the sexiest man of my life, to be honest, but let's just... Really? Oh my god, I'm a major Matthew McConaughey crusher. Interesting. What's the the proper word for that if you just think an actor is super hot? I wouldn't Mm. use stan. No. Maybe just creep? I don't know. Mm. Lover? (laughs) Sure. Okay, we're just gonna move on. (laughs) Um, At this time, MySpace had 16 million monthly users. And this is a very special episode to me since we're diving into MySpace. I was never allowed to have a MySpace. Again, we were very young during me this time. Me neither. I never used MySpace. My mom, like, I know that there was, like, the cool sixth graders that had the MySpace. I was never allowed on the internet other than AIM. So. Yeah, I had Neopets. <laughs> yeah, that was our Penguin. I didn't have MySpace. Yeah. Like, everyone else learned HTML from MySpace, but I learned HTML from Neopets. So, who's the real winner here? Guess what website still works? Neopets. I know this because I check it out about once a year to make sure everything's still cool. Yes, and that was, you know, this was a difficult research project to take on since MySpace literally doesn't exist anymore. And we were too young when Yeah, it all of the archives are gone. I know, we are missing... It's gone. I mean, at least that's why... Well, honestly, we're less lucky. I was going to say we're lucky to have Facebook so that all of our high school content still exists. And then I rethought that and I said, nope, I don't want all that high school status. Well, and that Mark Zuckerberg is like an alien lizard person. So yeah, I trust the, the Tom guy a lot better. You know, I don't know why. The boomers have really reclaimed Facebook for their own. It used to be a millennial thing. Now I think it's just all the old people. That's true. But um and moving on i also want to say for the record that ali is a millennial and i'm a gen z (laughs) cressy do you want to explain to the millennials the difference yes i geek out over this so hard so i did this project at work basically about the different generations and that's when i discovered the general consensus is not the year that you were born so a lot of the generations it's during a different specific span of years, but not with millennials and Gen Zs. It's actually if you remember 9-11 or not. This probably isn't important. You're probably going to test this out. But. <laughs> no, I, I think it's interesting. I think it's something that like people who are our age wonder about because we're all just on the yeah. cusp of Gen Z or millennial. Also, on MySpace, Taylor had her first photo, parentheses, that we could find. <laughs> It is her with her signature curly hair, and she's got a yellow t-shirt on that says Garland Elementary Spelling Bee Champion. It's definitely not, like, a real shirt she got from a spelling bee contest. It's definitely one of those, like, (laughs) ironic ones, you know? And, yeah, she's popping it out, and she has duck face, of course, because it's 2005. Yeah, duck face was at its peak, some may say. But... Yeah. From there, I mean, let's move on to our favorite 2005 MySpace Taylor moments. And let me tell you, this is quite a ride, so let's just go into it. So on September 3rd, Taylor Swift posts, I am obsessed with you. If you look out your window and down the street about 200 yards, you may see a big white van parked on the street. I am inside the van with a telescope and computer, just trying to catch a glimpse of Kelsey. Damn Morris. Haha, ha, end of story. That's the end of the post. <laughs> That's just like so peak 2005 humor. Like, haha, ha, van. She makes like jokes about a white van throughout all of these, and I want to know why this was like an inside no, joke. You know why? It's because in the 
Oh my god, no, it's Picture to Burn, right? When she's in the white van on the street looking at her boyfriend, looking at her being cheated on with the girl driving the truck. So she literally is obsessed with this white van and then uses it in her music video. Poetic. I think I agree with that, and I also think she's just being like an edgy 15-year-old right now. No, she literally has a telescope in the van in her music video. No, I know, but that was like way after this. She's like, how old is she in 2005? It's 16. Okay, so she was 15. 15 to 16, yeah. She turned 16 in December of this year, and we're in September, so this is like a 15-year-old right now. (laughs) Talking about the creepy white van. 15-year-old Taylor. September 5th. (laughs) Aw, Brittany, I miss you so much. And yes, I can verify that you do know every word to that song. I love you for it. Smiley face with the nose. (laughs) Prom was incredible, and thank you, one word, so much for everything you've ever done in the past to make me feel welcome into that whole group. You have always been so nice to me. Thank you, one word, for everything. (laughs) You may not have noticed, but it really meant a lot to me. So I included this one because it made me, like, tear up a little bit. This was sweet. What a sweet thing to put on my MySpace. And people are also often questioning, like, the validity of that. If maybe she's just saying that to gain sympathy because they're like, oh, she's, like, this beautiful, like... Model-esque. Blonde, then popular, like, famous. But, like, when you see posts like this, it, it really shows to me that she probably did struggle with fitting into groups, you know? Yeah, Okay, so next post, this one's a little bit sillier, a little bit more lighthearted. On September 17th, 2005, this is her post. Uh, dot, dot, in quotations, I shot some guy with a flare gun. Sahara, best line ever. I shot some guy with a flare gun. It just seems like something a 15-year-old would laugh about. Yeah, for sure. Especially this next one, this sounds like an inside joke too again. This is September 21st. All caps. We need one more Scantron. That's it. <laughs> Relatable. Th- that's that's the whole post. <laughs> We've all had that moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need one more Scantron. Yeah. Sometimes. So on September 30th, then, Taylor Post, I have one word for you. Chortle. Bitch. In parentheses. <laughs> The bitch is in, um, what are, like, the fancy parentheses? Yeah, the ones with the little dimple. It's the fancy one. Not the brackets, not the parentheses, the fancy in-between <laughs> ones. You guys, you guys know what we're talking about. Wait, I don't know if this is a dumb question, but what does chortle mean? I don't think it means anything. Okay, good. It's, like, another weird inside joke. Just checking, just checking. Chortle. Okay. I don't, if anyone has any guesses, bring them in. Chortle. So... Chortle with one T means to laugh and breathy, gleeful, or chuckle. Okay. But she spells it with two T's. So. Is it a typo? Who knows? Typo? Maybe it was like an SAT. Typo. (laughs) Maybe it was an SAT word, chortle, but she misspelled it. She didn't need the SAT anyways. It's okay. October 11th. Everybody watch Kelsey's scrolling pictures of her friends until you get to the one of Shelby. Her boobs look amazing. Ha 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 ha. I think this just shows how much of a supportive friend she was from the beginning. Yes. And she's commenting about boobs online. I know. It's funny. She's like 15. It's just like, we were all there, but for some reason it just seems so much more shocking because it's Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> Wait, read the next one. The next one's really good. Okay. October 18th, Taylor Post, all caps, relinquish this tomfoolery, you elfish knave. <laughs> and then she says, a prime example of the shit we ought to learn in English class. This is funny to me because she's always said that English was her favorite class, and here she is <laughs> shitting on it. <laughs> okay, again, gonna sound kind of stupid. Where is that from? Is that from anything, or did she make it? I literally have no idea, and I've, like, I've taken old English, medieval English, and it's tome foolery, too. What even is a knave? <laughs> uh, this is K-N-A-V-E, looking it up. A dishonest or unscrupulous man. Synonyms include scoundrel, rogue, villain, rascal, good for nothing, wretch. October 31st, Halloween. Okay, this one's weird, so just uh, hang in there with me, okay? I read your complaining comment about how you're the wrong you're, not Abigail's tip eight. <laughs> well, how could you be? I'm there, taking your spot. Ha 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 ha. Parentheses, evil laugh, you know the drill, in parentheses. <laughs> well, anyway, listen, my queer fellow, I think we shall hangeth out sometime soon, eh? What? <laughs> the, the tonal changes. I thinketh we shall hangeth out. She clearly was doing some sort of Shakespeare shit in class at this time. I thinketh we shall hangeth out sometime soon, eh? Yes, I do believe I am growing fond of this idea. Drive over in your sex van and come pick me up. Farewell, knave dash T. Nave again. Another van comment and another nave comment. Yeah. And the Shakespeare is out of control. The Shakespeare's tone. She's, she's got to calm down. She, you need to calm down, Taylor. Okay, we're seeing the buds of love story happening right in front of our eyes. Yeah. Uh, on November 6, 2005, Taylor posts, If you were a guy, I'd probably date you. Just a friendly reminder. Heart. Not the real, like, emoji heart. Emojis probably didn't exist yet. No, they definitely didn't no. exist. So, yeah, no, the less than three. I still use it on Cute. occasion. Just to make, like, a, the heart extra yeah. personal, you know? Sometimes it just means more. November 26th. My darling. Eight. Okay, I, I kind of hate this one. <laughs> just piping in. This one is like, okay, she's kind of annoying me. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, Taylor. I love you. My darling. 18 days till I get my license, and I think we'll have to go out in the Hummer and shoot people we hate with a paintball gun out the passenger side window. <laughs> Abigail and I have been planning this for a while. You should totally come. We hear you have good aim. Love, 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 dash T. Okay, so this is funny, but I hate how she had to say the Hummer. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she definitely, it's like when people post a picture of their Starbucks and they put the little BMW sign, like, in the corner, you know? Yeah. Like, it's definitely... Yeah, it's okay. We'll have to hop in the beamer. We've all had our moments, Taylor. So, on December 4th, Taylor posts, Here's a little limerick for you to solve while I waste my life away on the couch with a godforsaken migraine that is threatening my life, eating ice cream out of the gallon container, watching War of Worlds, wondering why I was fat as a 10-year-old and not cute like Dakota Fanning, and thinking, hey, this wouldn't be so bad. Everything getting blown to shit and half the world dying, life pretty much sucks anyway. Okay. So dramatic. She continues. I don't want what I can get. I fuck up what I had so I shouldn't want it. I want what doesn't want me. Therefore, I can't get it. Therefore, I can't be happy. 
Therefore, I sit in class writing notes to my equally psychotic redheaded best friend about how to achieve ultimate happiness when honestly, we're just dreamers because no one is ever permanently happy. I have blonde hair and my name rhymes with sailor. When am I? Oh, fuck. It's me. Have an equally joyous night. Fa-la-la. I love Christmas. Tea. <laughs> what in the world was she going through at 15? Like, right before she turned 16? Why was she so depressed right here? It's pretty dark that she would say it wouldn't be so bad if everything got blown to shit and half the world died. I mean, this is... This is a hard time. This is still recovering from the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. I didn't put any of this in the beginning when I had our little summary of 2005, but there was a lot of uh, shitty things going on. A lot of of deaths, a lot of war. Imagine what 15-year-old Taylor Swift would think of 2020. (laughs) Oh, jeez. She would not be able to cope. And also, when you're 15 and somebody tells you that they love you, you're going to believe it. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she mentions her equally psychotic redheaded best friend. And that, you know who that is? Abigail. Abigail. And they're 15. Oh, like, Abigail probably went through that experience. They were going through it. Oh, poor Abigail. I wish we could warn her. I wish we could have commented something on this MySpace post. It's It's too late. They're doing wonderful now. December 21st. Taylor is now 16. I'm in England, and this whole country is weird. They're all weird, except for me, who, as you know, is completely normal. <laughs> hey, man, we need to hang out when I get back. How about we combine me, my car, Grant Wood's house, Shelby, Allie, some boys, Lily, and perhaps Whitley, some drinks because you might get thirsty and New Year's Eve. Yeah. Dash T. I'm just glad she didn't say the Hummer. The first thing I want to say, I'm in England and this whole country is weird. Yeah, I love a London boy. How the turntables. She loves British guys. But, you know, at this time, she'd rather be at Grant Wood's house with some boys. Shelby yeah. Alley. Where's Abigail? Yeah, noticeably not Gail. Where, where, where is Abby? Come on. Maybe she was on, like, a Christmas vacation. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, but moving on to December 28th, 2005. The inside jokes are back. And no, we are not in on the inside joke, but we're going to read it anyway. December 28th. Just a little reminder to you that even though the semester may be over, I'm still quite obsessed with you. Haha, <laughs> fuck sewing machines. Love, love, love. T. This is a secret message to someone she is crushing on. Not so secret, to be honest. That seems pretty oh, obvious. Oh, this is definitely like like a little nickname for like a code word for a guy. Like, do you think the guy, like I'm picturing her and this guy in a classroom with a sewing machine, like home ed or whatever. And like trying to make something. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I pictured. So I'm picturing it as like sewing machine is a code word for a guy's name. Okay, touche. Who knows? Touche. All right. Moving on. We're in 2006. Welcome to 2006. What songs were playing? You're beautiful. James Blunt. Aww. Bad Day, the American Idol song. I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Wow. Move Along by All American Rejects. Sexy Back, SOS by Rihanna, 
I had such a hard time just picking out this very few just list of song names because there were so many bops in 2006. I think 2006 beats the 2005 bops and that... Oh, for sure. I had a hard time going... I had a... That list was trash. I Write Sins, Not Tragedies is one of my favorite songs to this day. Shout out Brendan Urie. Also in 2006, Brad and Angelina have their first kid, Shiloh. As we all know by now, many more kids to come. So exciting george clooney wins sexiest man of the year move over mcconaughey we're in clooney town now i'm sorry i would still choose mcconaughey over george clooney every day of the week neither are my neither are my thing okay. i don't know that's fine that's fine i was thinking about it whenever i was doing research and i where's john ham where's john ham <laughs> moving on hannah montana premieres on disney channel Woohoo! what a year and we have Taylor's MySpace bio for this year. And what really sucks, like we mentioned earlier, is MySpace accidentally erased its archives a few years ago. And then on top of that, Taylor wiped out anything that remained for a reputation when she blocked out everything on social media. So we don't have a lot of content other than what people saved, you know, but we do have this bio. So this is the earliest bio we know of, and she keeps this bio until around 2008. So that's kind of when she starts catching steam and becomes more well-known. So this was right when she started to get famous. This was still her bio. I love this bio. It is great. I, I, I really fuck with this bio. All right, so it starts with, I play a 12-string guitar and have since I was 12. I'm a songwriter first and foremost, and I have never written anything I didn't mean. I'm obsessed with lyrics. I love Tennessee and talking to people. I was born on December 13th, 1989. 13 is my lucky number. I can tell you some really weird coincidences that involve that number. Long story short, 13 is good. I am the most competitive person I know. I never really got into sports, so I guess you could say music is my game. I love people who are nice to me. I've never been one to say things like, all you people think you know me, well, you don't. I'm not that complicated. My complications (laughs) come out in my songs. All you need to do to be my friend is like me. Sweet. I don't wear high heels a lot because I'm afraid of falling in front of large groups of people. My middle name is Allison. She spells it like Uh I do. That's me, Allie, piping in. That's not part of her bio, but she spells it the same way. (laughs) I'm most comfortable in dresses, not old faded blue jeans, surprisingly. I sing country music. I'm obsessed with that too. I guess you kind of have to be. I have beautiful friends. Be one. I really like it when people tell me they like my music. It's everything I've got, so it really means a lot to me. I'm really weird sometimes, but you are too. (laughs) True. True. (laughs) I've never been the kind of girl who needs a boyfriend. I don't go out looking for guys, but then again, I don't write a lot of love songs. We need to pause right here. She doesn't write a lot of love songs. Um, Continuing her bio, though. Basically, I'm single. I love pictures. I have a bunch of them hung up in my bus bunk because you can't forget where you came from. I need everything to be organized all the time. I think little kids are awesome. I'm just going to warn you now, if you start a conversation about law and order, SVU, or CSI with me, we will be talking for at least an hour. Butting in. The Taylor CSI episode is incredible. Okay, back to bio. I consider myself an expert on those two things. Only those two things. I love trucks. They are works of art. I'm a thinker and an over- Oh my god. (laughs) I love trucks. 
That's so random. I'm a thinker and an overanalyzer. I'm 5'11". I'm not jaded. Okay, good to know. And to all the people who have ever blasted my songs from their car stereo, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That's the end of the bio. Uh That is so sweet. sweet. But let's go back into some of her MySpace I don't even know what to call them. Are they statuses? Are they comments? Like, what are they? Posts? Some are comments and some are posts. <laughs> like, we were t- we were too yeah. young, but yes. So January eighth, two thousand six. My name is Taylor. I am not clingy. I do not want a boyfriend. I do not show signs of wanting a boyfriend. <laughs> I do not make hints leading on to the fact that I may want a boyfriend. So how? <laughs> Tell me on earth. Is it possible for someone confuse this issue and ignore, all caps, me, because they don't want a girlfriend? <laughs> then it's a keyboard smash, dash T. Urban dictionary under the word teenage angst, if I've ever seen it. Someone, some guy definitely told her, like, out of nowhere, I don't want a girlfriend right now. And she probably was like, um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> My name is Taylor. I am not clingy. I do not want a boyfriend. I do not show signs of wanting a boyfriend, <laughs> you know? I mean, like, relatable, to say the least. Yeah, when you're just being friendly with someone and they're like, I have a girlfriend. Or I'm not looking for something serious. It's like, excuse me, sir. I'm being polite. <laughs> then on February 4th, 2006, this is her post. Starts out in all caps. That picture of me up at the top is gross. That is sick. Take it down. It serves no purpose other than to make me look fugly. I want it off now, but I love you. Okay, that's relatable. We've all commented that. I told Allie that like a few weeks ago. (laughs) When you posted an Instagram on me, I was like, I look crazy. And I said, back to the drawing board. February 5th. Guess who has a thing for you? I think she means has. The hottest guy in the world. What's the mixture of a tiger and a lion? A whore. Think about it. What? Okay, I've been thinking about this all day. I do not know what she means when she says think no. about it. I have no idea with the mixture of a tiger and a lion, how that makes a whore. I thought this was going to be a, a Napoleon Dynamite quote when I first read it, because that was a thing at the time. Nope. A whore. What? What if it's something super obvious and we can't figure it out? Maybe our listeners can let us know. Maybe we're just overthinking it. Yeah. Who knows? It's very possible. Let us know. All right. Let us know. On February 28th, Taylor Post. I hate this one. She does the weird creepy thing again. Why do I have this one? Why do I have it? Okay. She says, I definitely just deep-throated the lollipop. That's in quotes. And then she says, hey, little girl, do you want to know a secret? Ha ha ha. Thanks for helping me with my computer troubles. I know you've been many way for me. I like that. Dat. D-A-T. It's D-A-T. <laughs> I like dat. So now we're in July of 2006, and we begin to notice a shift for Taylor. She's going from normal, weird high schooler with weird MySpace posts to serious musician. You know, things start to become a little bit more focused on the music here. And it's really exciting to see. Cressy, why don't you share her blog post from July 29th? When we landed at the airport in Boise from Portland, Oregon, this lady from our plane came up from behind as we walked down the terminal. She approached me and said, Taylor, I just love your song and want to wish you great things in your career. I looked at her and said, well, thank you. And then said, who did you talk to? 
and then pointed to my mom and the label rep we were traveling with. I was convinced that one of them had talked to the lady on the plane and told her about me and my song. The lady said, neither one. And then I said, well, how did you know who I was? And the lady said, because I listened to the radio. I watched your video. This was the first time someone had actually known who I was and my name. Wow. I just walked over and hugged her and said, you're the first person who's ever done that. Thank you. It was such an amazing moment to remember, and I always will. Isn't that cute? I have chills. This is the first lady who recognized Taylor. Do you think she's like, oh my god, I was the first person. I discovered Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, on August 4th, Taylor posts, I love all the girls who have my song on their MySpaces. I love the people who come to my shows and put the pictures on here. I love the people at those shows who sing along with me. I love reading your stories and emails, some so touching they've given me chills. I never really thought it would mean something to someone for me to write my name down. I love the little girls who stand in line with their mothers like I used to. That was me. I love the couple who danced to my song at their wedding. Every comment, letter, and message. I love people who listen to the radio. I love every single person who is reading this because you've let me into your life. I love you all so much. I just wanted you to know. Love, love, love. T. This makes me sad that we only have two more left to read. It made me really happy because when she said I love every single person that's reading this, I felt that. (laughs) I felt that. I felt that. But next post. It's so sweet. August 12th. Current mood. Thankful. Hey. So for the past couple of days, I've been in the studio finishing my album. Oh yeah, I said it. Finishing it. That means it is done. At least my part is done. I've sung every vocal. They still need to mix and master it and do all that technical stuff that I will never understand. Haha. Stepping in. It's funny because now she like produces her own songs. Go Taylor. Back to this. So I'm particularly excited about a new song we recorded for the album. I've written every song on this album and this one is no exception. But the funny thing is I wrote it about 20 minutes before we recorded it. It just kind of fell out of my mouth and now it is in my CD player. Haha. <laughs> it's called You Should Have Said No. And it's about being cheated on. Taylor performed this and that was when she got a standing ovation at the Country Music Awards. Should have said no. She wrote it in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay, continue. Yeah, I can't wait for you to hear it. Another song we did vocals on is called Oh My My My. And I've played that for a few acoustic on-air interviews. And it shows. So some of you might be familiar with it. But it's about this couple that grows up together. And it's the story of their adorable, beautiful love. Haha. <laughs> then I did vocals for a song called Cold As You. This song contains some of the best lyrics I've ever written in my life. And I just can't wait for this album to come out. Here's the hook. And now that I'm sitting here thinking it through, I've never been anywhere cold as you. And I have some extremely exciting news which makes me love you guys even more. My video is sitting at number 11 on the GAC Top 20. Amazing. Thank you to everyone who voted. I can't even tell you how amazing that was to find out. Now we have to work on CMT dot 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 ha ha. But you all are seriously so nice to me and I want you to know I'll always appreciate it. Love, 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 T. P.S. Release date is October 24th. I have so many thoughts. I have so many chills. I'm bursting at the seams right now. Like, she doesn't even know her own skill at this point. No. 
So on October 17th, Taylor posts, Hey guys, I have amazing news. I just got the call today that I'll be opening up for Rascal Flats for the rest of their tour. I'm so excited and I can't even express to you how loud I screamed when I found out. I do have some bad news though. I'll have to postpone a show I was going to do in Westchester, Pennsylvania. If you're planning on going to the show, I'm so sorry. I'll come back soon, I promise. Also, another awesome call I just got the other day is that I'm going to... I have chills. (laughs) Is that I'm going to be performing a duet with Little Big Town. I love them. For the GAC special Songs of the Year to be filmed November 5th. This has been such an exciting time for me. My album comes out in six days, October 24th. I can't even express to you how much it means to me that you all hear it. Also, a little bit of insight just for you guys because I love you so much and you've been so awesome for so long. In the album booklet, where the lyrics are, I encoded secret messages into the lyrics of each song. It sounds really complicated, but it's not. All the letters of the songs are lowercase except for random capitalized letters. Put them all together and you might find out some hidden messages about the song. Get it now? I'm so thankful to you all for being here for me. Here are the rascal dates coming up. Hope to see you there. Love, love, love. T. We hope you guys liked our very first mini episode. What a pure thing to talk about. I'm glad we did because we have had some heavy things and i hope we do another mini soon on other taylor myspace joys obviously things have gone off the internet like we said myspace was like pretty much just erased from the internet entirely but since we couldn't really find all of her myspace covers from this time i just wanted to give a few little mentions to some of her unreleased songs from this time Specifically, I found this on YouTube for like a promo. It's called NAMM 2005, and it was basically a sponsorship for Taylor Guitars. I don't think it has to do with Taylor Swift Guitars. I think it was just the name of the brand also happened to be named Taylor. But Taylor sings two songs. She sings Your Face, and then she sings a song called You're Anything. And I think that You're Anything, personally, hit more home for me. Cressy, what is your favorite unreleased Taylor song? I heart question mark, without a doubt. I remember looking it up on YouTube and having like just like a few thousand views. Highly recommend I heart question mark if you've never heard it. You're anything, she sings the line, I'd give everything to be your anything, which I thought was Aww. really cute. And your face was also really good, but I thought your anything really hit it like I heart question mm-hmm. mark did. But we'll link to those. Yeah, we'll definitely post these. But just one last fun little context thing, an interview with Hoda Copy. Taylor said that she used to be caught in high school writing lyrics in her notebook. She said there'd be algebra on one page, and then on the next page it said, Drew looks at me. <laughs> and to finish up our first mini episode, like, let's just give a little state of the podcast, a little state of grace. What's what's going on? You know, like, this is our sixth episode. Things are moving pretty fast. You can now find us on more platforms, including Google Play, Stitcher, Woo-hoo. and iHeartRadio, if that's your thing. And if there's a platform you'd like to listen to podcasts on and we aren't on there currently, please let us know and we'll do our best to add ourselves to it as soon as possible. We also have a subreddit now. It's r slash good for a weekend. And that's where I'll post a thread for every new episode we have when we come out. Feel free to give us any feedback on there, any episode suggestions if you're a Reddit user. And so far we've had one whole comment on one of our posts. 
Thank you, special person who commented. I wish I had it in front of me so I could read it, but this person started a discussion and it made me so happy. So if you want to have a discussion with other Reddit users, check that place out. And if you're not a Reddit user, remember that you can also use our Contact Us form on our website, gfaweekend.com, or visit any of our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They're all at GFA Weekend. And if you've already done this, we really appreciate it. We love hearing from all of you. Like, we cannot emphasize that enough. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all next week. GFA out!